If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, iron and hard top. It's Kevlu and Steve since the sandbox. Since the sandbox fans, welcome back. And we're here with some more rankings, positional rankings. And just remember, guys, those have absolutely no fantasy implications whatsoever. Before we jump in those rankings, we're down the studio. Just want to let you guys know, head over to our Instagram. Make sure you're checking out how to get your entry in for a Kawhi Leonard jersey giveaway. You know, adult blue jersey. Make sure you guys go over to our YouTube. Check that out. Also, subscribe to us on there. Guys, I'm going to start off at 10, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy with my 10. But it was really hard to name 10 guys for this position that was, like, really stand out. So 10, I still have George Kittle. I know he was banged up. Oh, um, see, I have him. Wow, I don't think that's crazy at all. What, you ha- do you have him high? Yeah, I-, I went based off just the player. Okay. I went based off just the player. All right. Yeah, well, I have him, I have him 10 just... I used player and production a mm-hmm. little bit, so uh, that's why he took a little bit of a fall. Nine, I have Gronk. Gronk definitely impressed me, but Lou, when we were talking about Gronk before the season, we said he wasn't going to be a top mm-hmm. five fantasy tight end. We said right around 10, so me having him at nine, I feel like that's pretty accurate um, and pretty realistic, too. Eight, I have Hunter Henry, and this was a contract year for him, and he did step up towards the, the last part of the, the year, but... um. I definitely was expecting Henry to take more strides, but that Chargers team was a little bit of a mess. Seven, I have Mike Gesicki, so that could be a name that's too high, could be not on the list, but I definitely think Gesicki made his name a little more relevant this year, and I think he's going to be better and a building block for that Miami offense going forward. Six, Kev. Let me get a little smirk for Logan Thomas. (laughs) I got him on my list, too. I've got Logan Thomas here at six, guys, and... I mean, towards the end of the year, he really seemed to be, besides Terry McLaurin, the Washington football team's only other weapon. So uh, you can argue he could be top five. You can argue that he could not be in the top ten, but I don't see how you couldn't have him. So that's my 10-6. to six. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at 10, Steve, I, I have Logan Thomas. I, I thought he was great. He's kind of in and out the whole year, but I think he's a good player. A lot of it has to do with the QB, and, and that's kind of why like I didn't put Evan Ingram on my list personally, because like I don't have him either. Yeah, when you have Colt McCoy half the time and I heard Daniel Jones, it's just like you can't really fault the guy, but it's still a good player overall. Nine, I have T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, I think he's a really good player. I think that he kind of just has to find a groove in the Lions' offense because they're really wide receiver and run heavy. But I mean, now that Stafford's out of the picture, I think he could really bloom with another QB. Eight though, not to Henry. Guy's a machine. I think if Justin Herbert was in the whole season, he would have had an even better season than he did. And if he's healthy, he's he's great. Uh, seven, it's Mike Sikasiki. He is just uh, probably the best offensive weapon consistently on Miami. I know Devontae Parker is probably more talented, but I think Mike Kosicki is just that good and, and, and that fast as a, uh, as a tight end. And, and if he could block better than he does, I would have him even higher and then... Uh, it's six. It's Gronk. I mean, I, I, I didn't want to put him this high. Me and Steve thought he was going to be just so-so. But, I mean, he, he's still maybe, outside of Kittle, in my opinion, the best blocking tight end in the NFL. And he was running the field. like they, He was, at some games, their best option. So, I mean, now that... The season, he definitely was. Oh, yeah, it's just crazy, man. He, even, in, even in the playoffs, he, he had a huge run where he, like, carried two guys on his back, like... He's just that damn good. Lou, I know you went off just a player. Steve, you're 
productivity and player. I'm kind of a little bit of everything. Productivity, player, kind of career slash looking forward to next season. So in case I have some names, I do have some names that you guys didn't have on here, at least yet. So that's my reasoning. So at 10, I know I'm going to get some bash, at least for Steve on this one. Moali Cox. No, it's going to be Ebron. But it is. It's Eric Ebron. It's <laughs> so Eric Ebron. He almost made the list. <laughs> it's Eric Ebron. I mean, it is what it is. He, yeah, Mo'Ally he drops Cox. a ton of passes, but, I mean, he's still productive, and he really is, you know, one of their biggest red zone targets. So can't fault him. Nine, I do have Evan Ingram. I think the kid's a stud. He hasn't had the best luck with quarterbacks. We know Jones has been injured. Saquon's been injured, which obviously hasn't been helping him defensive-wise with matchups and stuff like that. But I do think Evan Ingram within the next couple of years is really going to take that step and, and really become one of the top, you know, even six or seven tight ends in the league. At eight, I got Logan Thomas, Steve. So wow, love, that's love for you. Love that you had him on your list. At seven, I got Hawkinson. Again, great talent. I think now that Stafford's out, he could really take that leap. And then at six, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but I think within the next couple of seasons, this guy is really going to start going off. Lou, I know you might like this one. Dallas Goddard at six. I don't mind Dallas Goddard. Huge Goddard guy. I know you Huge are. Goddard yeah, guy. I, I will say I do have him in... Ertz together just because like they played half a season right. and it wasn't at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And Lou, I feel like me and you have kind of been hinting at you know the Eagles switching you know the tight end spot because Zach Ertz, I think he's on his way out, especially with the big money he's gonna want. Oh, absolutely. I mean, not that Goddard isn't gonna get an extension either because he definitely will. But if you can pay Goddard, you know, a quarter of a quarter less than what you're paying Ertz, I, I think that's definitely beneficial, especially with age and all that involved too. Five. I got Bobby Tunyon. I hope you guys have him in your top five. Uh, Robert Tunyon, you know, definitely caught on towards the end of the season. And, guys, he caught 12 touchdowns this year. So that that big production from the tight end position. I know Devontae Adams is there in Green Bay, but I definitely think he's uh, a weapon that's going to be developed as the years go on. Four, I got Mark Andrews. So uh, definitely have to have him inside the top five. Mark Andrews is an absolute beast. Lou, you're giving me a little confused look right now. So I think you're going to be excited to hear who I have at three. And I really think that this season, the way the quarterback scenario worked, this guy uh, really deserves it. It's Jack, not Jack Doyle. Doyle. It's not Moelle Cox. Trey Burton. It's not Trey Burton. It's TJ Hawkinson. Huge so fan. I have TJ Hawkinson at three. And, guys, I think he's really going to be one of those tight ends that's going to develop into being, you know, one of those 1,000-yard receiver tight ends. I know that's bold to me. But I, I really think that he can get there, and he has the great receiving ability. I mean, I honestly think in Detroit he's going to be the focal point of that offense if Kenny Galladay is a free agent, um, along with DeAndre Swift. So, Hawkinson at three, it could be a little bold. Uh, probably the best position player the Lions have had since Calvin Johnson. Two, Darren Walla, and one, Travis Kelsey, guys. Travis Kelsey is arguably the best tight end of all time. I don't think that. Definitely think it's arguable. You know, Gronk is still in the conversation. Kelsey's in the conversation. My top tight end of all time, always going to show some love for Tony Gonzalez. Yeah. I can can agree with that. I'll take Gronk as the GOAT just because I – he kind of has, like, the Calvin effect to me where it's like he wasn't there for as long as everybody else, but in the span he was there, it was like it wasn't close. Mm -hmm. Tony Gonzalez has the longevity and, like, the fact that he did it with nobody. Yeah. Is like unbelievable. He he's probably the best offensive weapon of a tight end that it has ever been. Like he definitely has the best hands of all. Well, the reason why I kind of feel like that too is I feel like he was really, obviously with the exception of Kellen Winslow, way 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 back, 
He was one of the, oh Dallas Clark too, Lou, because he's another name that mentioned in there. He was really like the first tight end that I viewed as like a wide receiver and really always split out in that slot position, whether that was with the Chiefs or whether that was with the Falcons. And I feel like the tight end position really won the revolution as to where it was without Tony Gonzalez. So I feel like I got to give him a lot of credit there. I'm not going to disagree here and say that Gronk shouldn't be in that conversation because he definitely should. And like you said, in, in that period of the time, I mean, how could you argue it? But uh, you can have your reasons yeah. to go back. Ridiculous, ridiculous production. Uh, five, I have Mark Andrews. And the kind of way I went about this was reliability. Is for, that's like the biggest thing for a tight end. Uh, he's just so reliable. He's he did have some games this year where he didn't see the ball a ton, but like that's because like they were in a rut for a five game skid. And he's also their best receiving option. Easily, so they probably take him out. You know? Absolutely, yeah. He's got linebackers, safeties, and corners on him. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Marquise Brown is 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 five nine with cleats on. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really tough to throw that guy over the top. Uh, four, I have Ertz and Goddard. I think they're. The most equal tight end duo I've ever seen in my life. How can you tell who's better? When they're in there, they do the same thing. Do you think that's scheme or do you think that's player? A little bit of both? I think it's I think it's scheme, but it's like I don't know, like they function the same way. Like when they're on the field at the same time, they're only a number apart. Yeah. It's hard to tell who's who. <laughs> no, <Nah>, really. <laughs> they're both big dudes who wear like straps on their arms and like in like the uh, the eye black. Yeah, eye black under their eyes. It, it's kinda crazy. But at three I have Darren Walla. Ridiculous production. I mean, and he's so reliable. The best player on the Raiders, pa none. I think so. I think Josh Jacobs is is a close second, but I'll take Darren Waller for for a full season. And two, I know he didn't play a lot, but Kittle Kittle is the second best tight end in the league. Like, like, don't get me wrong. He's the best blocking tight end in the league outside of maybe Gronk. He is the best player on that team, and they're loaded as far as offense and defense. Mm -hmm. I know the QB's not there, but... Like, who wouldn't take that guy? Like, nah, he's nah. just energy, charisma. The Chiefs, the Chiefs wouldn't take him. Yeah. <laughs> See, honestly, that's close. I have Kelsey at one. He's the best offensive weapon maybe in the league. Is he the best offensive weapon on that team? I think so. P- probably, yes. Consistent-wise, yes. I think big play-wise, it's obviously Tyreek. Yeah. 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 Consistent-wise, like, yeah. 100%. Well, like, you, ju- you just have to look at it. Like, you, you get Tyreek Hill, have five catches – when he does explode for, like, 140 right. yards. And Travis Kelsey will have, like, 11 catches for, like, 88 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, whichever whichever way you want to really, you know, decide it up. But I think Travis Kelsey does a lot to set up Tyreek mm-hmm. Hill, so that's why I, I favor Definitely, Kelsey. definitely. I, I will say I think if they're both healthy, I will take Kittle because the blocking. And you got to think, Kelsey's doing it with Mahomes – Kittle's doing it with Jimmy G and Nick Mullins. Mullins. So <laughs> like again, it, yeah, it's the it's the uh, it's the Tony Gonzalez thing. It's like give this guy a great quarterback. Like Jimmy G's solid. Like, like he's a Kirk Cousins tier type of guy. Mm-hmm. But like, come on now. Like yeah. it, I would love to see him on like a Brady esque team because that would be get the ball out quick. He comes off a of blocking into a short pass or a screen. That that would be unstoppable. Then Lou, you had Kelsey at one, right? Yes, sir. Uh, the man with the yellow gloves at one. Nice. All right, so at five. So let me just say, I'm kind of shocked. The only lifelong Pats fan, and I'll put a little asterisk next to that for this year because I'm all, I'm all for the Bills this year. I'm the only one with old Gronk on my list. So it is what uh-huh. it is. But at five, I'll jump into it. I got Lou's guy. Sick Megasicky. I mean, great talent, and he's doing this, like Lou said, with Kittle. He's doing this with Tua. 
Tortellini, whatever the heck that <laughs> guy's name is, and then Fitzmagic. So, I mean, what he's doing with, with that quarterback situation is, is unreal. And I think if they can get a solid quarterback, we're really going to see him emerge as a top tight end of the league. You have something to yeah, Squidward tennis balls. Yeah. <laughs> That's who he's doing it with. Legit. Before I got Kittle, again, didn't play this year. So that did move him down a little bit, but still can't keep him out of the top five. I mean, when he's healthy, he's arguably the best tight end, like you said. I think all these, my top four are. At three, I got Mark Andrews. Again, doesn't have the best passing quarterback, but still makes it work and still puts up the numbers. And then, at, I'm not even going to say two and one. At 1A and 1B, I got Kelsey at 1A and Waller 1B. Steve, I know we had this debate a couple weeks ago. That's oh, why man. I didn't want to say 1 and 2. I'm going to keep it at 1A and 1B, and I'll let next season decide which way I'm swinging. Yeah, fair enough. Kev, we might have to relive that video. <laughs> uh, I, I deleted it the other day, but, um, guys, we were, just, we were doing some work uh, to get to get this YouTube running, and uh, me and Kev just, just really streamed it up. It was really cool, really fun. Um, and always – Always good talking about the tight end, one of the most underrated positions in the NFL, I, I would sir. easily say. I don't think they get enough re recognition, and the money definitely goes to show that position isn't recognized the way that it should. I realistically think that we could see a point in time where we could have three hybrid tight ends on the field at once lined up all at that wide receiver position. I feel like, you know, with the Eagles, we're starting to see that with Goddard and Ertz and a little bit of that. Well, but, to think about it, we've never really seen a team win a Super Bowl Outside of the 49ers and the Colts for a season with a top five wide receiver in the league. Yeah. That's never happened because Marvin Harrison did it once and Jerry Rice did it a few times. But outside of that, was it's never happened. You're more likely to see a tight end honestly do it. No, you absolutely. Realistically, because Gronk's done it a couple of times. Kelsey's done it once. Uh, Dallas Clark technically did it as well with, with Marvin Harrison that season. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's it, it's definitely underappreciated because they are wide receivers who can block and will run you over when they get the football. I mean, I guess you you could argue like Larry Fitz, too, but never he didn't, never want, yeah, yeah, he didn't finish it. It's tough. Um, but just for the sake of conversation, Lou, since you brought it up, Mike Evans or Tyreek Hill considered the top five wide receiver in this? Mike Evans or Tyreek Hill? Obviously, Tyreek Hill's probably a little better, but would you consider them both as arguably top five, top ten wide receivers on, on those teams? 10, yes. From Mike Evans? I Mike Evans is tough at a... F it's tough at five just because the injuries and, Absolutely. like... Absolutely. But, like, he doesn't, he doesn't drop. And you're going to think... Uh, say we realistically do it out, it could be D-Hop, Tyreek, Devontae. This isn't in order, but Michael Thomas, when he's healthy yeah, yeah, or with a good breeze. Stephon Diggs is up there. Yeah. Julio Healthy is up there. Mike Evans... Uh, there's a lot of guys. I think wide receiver is. It depends on the season. Like yeah. it's really about whose season it is. And, and I mean, and it's. I feel like it's a lot of like. Do you like big handy wide receivers or do you like fast playmaking? Because like Tyreek Hill obviously is the fast yeah. playmaking, but then you got Mike Evans who you can just throw the ball up to in the red zone, so it's kind of tough. And then you have Justin Jefferson I, coming I'll, up. I'll tell you what I do know. The best brother tight end duo, <laughs> probably Matt and Steven Toro, ECI, circa 2013. I mean, yeah. willing to lock that in on. Probably, probably more dominant than the Steiner brothers in WWF back in the day. Who, the, the what was it, the, uh, the Dudley brothers? Oh, yeah. We uh, got the Dudleys, too. They're not real brothers. I was really talking about the, the real Steiner brothers, but maybe the hotties, I guess. Yeah. All of that definitely needs to be taken into consideration. Too bad we couldn't get me and Matt on the field for a little bit longer, but he, he, he didn't want the smoke anyway. But I do have a little question for you guys um, before we wrap up this tight end video. Is Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill 
the best wide receiver tight end duo ever? Yes. Yes, I can. I can. It's close. It's arguable uh, because you just have to compare different situations and stuff. But I mean, it's got to be up there. The Colts fan of me wants to say Dallas Clark, Marvin Harrison, and, like really badly, because oh, that's like an oh, all-time I'm in the duo. Same boat because call me crazy, but as a Pats fan, I want to put Gronk and Edelman in there too. Yeah, I but mean, I don't. I don't consider Edelman up there. Edelman's a. Uh, if we're talking duo, I'm not saying Edelman's a top receiver ever. But as a duo, I mean, think about the Super Bowls they've won, like the numbers they put up in the playoffs. Like crazy it's hard numbers. To keep them. It's hard to not, you know, have them in there. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely think those numbers are crazy, and I think someone that we're also slacking on probably a little earlier in one career and later in another. Julio and Tony Gonzalez played together. Yeah. Yes. They yeah. did play together, and, and guys, that's a, a great wide receiver tight end duo, arguably the best of all time. Did we forget about Dion Branch and uh, our friend? <laughs> uh, what's his name from East Boston? Jermaine, Jermaine Wiggins. Jermaine Wiggins, yeah. Oh, I thought about it, I was like, you know what? That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, guys, that's going to wrap things up for our tight end rankings. Uh, definitely one of my favorite episodes we've recorded down here in the studio. Love showing love to the tight end position. Guys, make sure you check out all of our new vid- videos on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Leave a comment. Make sure you share that with some friends. But check out the rest of our episodes this week, guys. we got a lot coming out to you. Enter in that Kawhi giveaway. Hit up your favorite podcasters if you want to call in the show. That's going to be it. Five stars, guys. Peace out.